Hey, welcome to the Learning to Lead podcast. I'm Paul Doherty, your host, and today I'm joined with Brent Evans, who oversees uh, Marriage Today EXO conferences. And this is our first time to do a video uh, podcast. We do our audio podcast all the time on iTunes. So if you're watching today and you haven't downloaded or subscribed to uh, our podcast or downloaded the podcast app, go ahead and do that. But we want to invite all, all the listeners to check out Marriage Today EXO Conference. You guys are killing it um, in helping marriages be restored. Your dad, Jimmy Evans, uh, tell us a little bit of the story. Some people may have never heard of your dad, Jimmy Evans, may not know about Marriage Today EXO Conferences. And then we're going to get into the leadership talk. Sure. Well, we ser- sure. first of all, thanks for having me on the podcast. No, we're honored, man. You were on my podcast yesterday, the EXO podcast. Come we're, on. This EXO conference we're doing here in Tulsa has been phenomenal. Thanks for opening up your church. Thanks for coming. Yes. This guy, a year ago, we met at the Gateway, at Gateway Church in Dallas, Texas. And he said, would you want this marriage conference to come to your church? And I was like, are you kidding me? Craig Rochelle, Jimmy Evans, uh, you know, these amazing speakers and the investment in marriages. I was like, yes. So Brent, thank you so much for bringing it to yep. Tulsa. And you guys, just you and Ashley just got off the stage. You, you knocked it out of the park too. Man, so don't sell yourself you. short. You'll have a great message on marriage. But yeah, and we also share that we're both pastor's kids. So yes, PKs. we grew up in PK. So my dad, Jimmy Evans, uh, he was a part of a church called Trinity Fellowship Church in Amarillo, Texas. He pastored there for 35 years. I uh, was in ministry ever since I was old enough to remember. He's been a pastor and been in ministry. He came though from marriage counseling, right? So he was yeah. uh, on staff first doing marriage counseling. And that's kind of how he got into ministry. He was in the business world, came into the church through marriage. But nine months into it, a guy named Larry Titus was the senior pastor of Trinity at that time. He left. And my dad was a senior pastor at 29 years old. So he was a young wow. senior pastor. Same age I stepped in. Yeah, it's a big deal. So my dad, um, you know, he had to learn how to take a church of about 1,000 members. And now he grew it up to about 10,000 members in Amarillo, wow. Texas, which is a small town. That's incredible. How, how big is Amarillo, Texas? You know, I'd say with all the surrounding, you know, have Borger and Pampa, shout out to all the small towns around there. There's probably a couple hundred thousand, maybe 250,000 people in that That's, area. I mean, he basically reached 10% of the whole city, which is huge well, for a local church. And it's a non-denominational church, and so there's yeah. a lot of denominational churches in the area. So yeah. he was, it was really, um, my dad just so believes in the gifts of the Spirit, right? And so yeah. they came from the Baptist church, and they the, the people who started Trinity came from the Baptist church, and they were really doing something new in Amarillo. Not in a weird way, but just in a, you know, believing that God's gonna move with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so I think that it was it was a lot of you know him sort of blazing a trail in that area that people really loved uh, what he was was trying to do. So it was good. But anyway, so I grew up in the church. My dad was the pastor there. He started Marriage Today in 1994. I was still in high school when he started it. Uh, so he started Marriage Today, a television program. It was a vision he had to talk about marriage on TV. No one else was talking about it. Nobody else was talking about it. Obviously, the divorce rates were were horrific back then, as just as they are now. But uh, he had a passion to teach people how to be married how the to right lead, way. lead their marriage. Mm-hmm. And so just as you know, they have a testament my parents do, they almost divorced whenever I was, I wasn't even born yet. I told my dad, you almost screwed up my whole life because <laughs> if you would have gotten divorced, I wouldn't be here. But um, wow. Wow. so they almost divorced. They learned how to build their marriage in a godly way. And that's, that's what they do now. They tell people how to, to be married. So the conference this weekend, my dad is teaching people um, how to be married successfully. The speakers that come were all about building healthy marriages. And so Marriage Today, we have a huge outreach. It's a more of a mass media approach. So we have TV, 
you know, we do events, we do online outreach, really to trying to equip couples and equip people with the teachings that they need to succeed. Mm. And so I know this is the Learning to Lead podcast, and we can talk about leadership, but marriage yeah. today uh, is doing a lot of good things in the area Where can of people find information to help their marriage or singles out there that are gonna get married one day that want to learn more about what you guys are doing and receive from it? Yeah, uh, marriagetoday.com is our main URL, but if you wanna come to one of our conferences, go to xomarriage.com. XO is sort of our uh, brand for our conferences. A lot of what we're doing and reaching people on the scene is, is through XO. So go to xomarriage.com. You can check out our tour schedule. We're going to South Carolina, Jacksonville, Houston, Austin. We're going all around this Come year. On. So how cool. long have you and your your wife been married now? So in March it'll be 20 years. Wow. So I got Bro, married. you look like you're 29. You I got know. married when you were like nine years old. I was 20 when we got married. Uh, I was I was a typical PK. I was not living for God when I was in college. Yeah. Uh, I grew up. My dad was obviously. I was in a fishbowl. In yeah. uh, Amarillo is a small town, but people you're people are watching every yeah. move you make, everything you say. So I was, I was really. I went to Baylor and um, was in business school and trying to uh, get my life, you know, pointing in the right direction. But I just, I just was not always making good choices. Wow. And I had a, I had a moment where I really found Christ for myself when I was 19, and then met my wife and uh, really started kind of getting back to serving the Lord, getting involved in my dad's church in Amarillo. But when I met my wife, I mean, it was instant. Like, it was one of those moments where I was like, that's her. Like, I've been waiting to see what my wife's gonna look like, and that's her. And so, wow. it, it took her a little bit longer because she was already dating somebody and I had to like go around and <laughs> uh, begin to, to woo her. Um, but we've developed a great friendship, started dating uh, when we were 19, and then we got married when I was 20, so. Wow. Come on, and here you are 20 years later. Okay, so there's lots of things that we could, lots of paths we could go down on leadership with you. One, you work for your dad. Um, so, you know, I kind of want to talk about that dynamic for people who work with family members. I work with family members, my mom works here. But you're also working for your dad who has trailblazed a path on leadership in marriage that no one else has blazed. So that's a big shadow, you know, walking in, leading, in the organization, and you're overseeing all the staff, right? So uh, talk a little bit about that dynamic of you and your dad, how you guys work through things, and even just that whole uh, thing of coming behind your father and, and realizing you don't have to wear his shoes, you're your own guy, but talk a little bit about that journey. Yeah, sure. Well, my dad is a type A personality. He's a strong leader. I mean, he, anybody who knows him, He's not domineering in a, in a bad way. He's just very sure about where he wants to go. He's very visionary. And so um, I came from the business world. I was actually doing consulting and doing some business stuff before I started working for my dad. I've been with, with him about 13 years. And so my dad is the speaker teacher of the ministry. It's all he does is communicate, uh, whether it's through on stage, through his speaking, uh, or through his books and his writing. Uh, he's the main voice. And I've been processing this. Honestly, this is a, this is a transition time for me. Uh, because I'm trying to figure out who I am in this, in this world still. Uh, Me when, too. Yes. <laughs> all of us, all those that are watching and listening, well, we're your all on that journey. Your dad cast a big shadow and my dad does too. And so coming behind that is very challenging because mm. it can sometimes feel like, how can I ever... Measure up. Yes. Yeah. You know, reach a level to where they are, to where people... You know, I, I get stopped all the time about, hey dude, your dad just so ministered to me. Like I'm talking about Jimmy Evans, you, you know, just so much... Uh, I love your dad so much and that kind of stuff. And it's like, I just see the work and the, the fruit of his ministry. Mm. And to walk behind that and go, how do I replicate that? Mm. Or how do I, to, to walk into the calling of, of God 
appropriately without trying to do something that's fabricated or, you know, I don't want to do something that's just because he's my dad, I want to follow in his footsteps. So there's been a lot of conversations between me and my dad. We have different personalities, different styles of leadership. Um, I'm, I'm a strong leader, but in a different way. I, I appreciate um, telling it like it is, but I'm also very strategic. I'm also always looking for, you know, building things in a certain way. And so we work really well together because he does his thing and I do my thing. But there's one, I would say there's one ingredient that I know that I have that helps me every day. And I know that I'm called just to serve him. So it's powerful. Servanthood. Yes. If I ever feel like I'm going to challenge him, if there's a moment of time where I feel like he doesn't know what he's talking about, I can do this better. That's when things start to break down. So um, I feel in my heart, I'm called to serve him. I will do, I do whatever he asks me to do. So if he wants me to do something super important, like, you know, talk to somebody that's coming to one of our conferences, or he wants me to pick up some food for him for dinner, I'm doing whatever I can to serve my dad. And as long as I have that place in my heart, because I hear guys all the time who work for their fathers, work in family ministry, um, it, it's inevitable that you're going to have conflict. Yeah. At some point in time, you're going to have Your family. Your family. And so we, we have to discuss the hats that we wear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, am I talking to my father right now? Or am I talking to my boss? Yeah. We're also friends. Yeah. And so a lot of times it's that tightrope walk of how do we communicate? How do we live life together? How do we do business together without it being sabotaged, honestly? So we've, after 13 years, we have a great relationship. But now that I'm sort of becoming a little bit more integral in the future of the ministry, um, you know, it's been a lot of conversations about where his vision ends and where mine begins. And wow. so there's a lot of transition happening. In terms of leadership, my dad is excellent leader. He communicates very well. Uh, he's very organized, very much like matter of fact. Uh, people know where he's going and they know how to get there because he's very visionary and very, very good at that. And so I'm learning how to communicate my vision. And that's been a big part of my journey is trying to figure out like EXO Conference. EXO is my baby. I, I was... You birthed it. I birthed it. Um, how long ago? Uh, this has been about five years ago. So we, we did a conference. So successful, man. Well, Seriously, you, you birthed something that really is working. There's a lot of conferences out in the church world today that I'm like, do we really need another conference? Like, I, I, and I, I mean that in all love, but I'm like, there's thousands of conferences. I've even asked myself about our church conference. Like, do we need to take a break this year? But this conference, there's very few conferences that are addressing what you guys are addressing on marital issues. Mm-hmm. And that's, I would even say the listeners and people that are watching today, find a niche that people aren't meeting. Find a gap like what Brent did. There wasn't a whole lot of marriage conferences five years ago. Now more are popping up, but none that are as solid as this one uh, coming from guys like Jimmy Evans and creating that. That was powerful. Sorry, keep going. No, it's good. So, I mean, um, you know, we, we do what we do. Expo Conference is, is a big part of the future of the ministry. And really, it allows me to, my dad is an awesome speaker, author, and all that kind of stuff. And I may speak and write at some point in time. I don't know. You will. God's going to have to you will, open those doors. But uh, what I see for EXO is marriage today, we, we know that there's so many marriages out there hurting. And the conference this weekend, we had a blend of, you know, Craig Rochelle. You guys were awesome. You and Ashley were wow. awesome. Thanks, man. Uh, Miles McPherson, you know, the Jordans, Montel and Kristen. Everyone brought a different flavor that couples can take away from. It's good diversity. And it gives them hope. Yeah. It gives them hope. So that's all we're about is giving couples hope. Uh, but again, going back to working with my dad, we, we just so, um, we so have to be on the same page 
on a constant basis or it all derails. And so I work very hard for that. Uh, we both do that. Um, but it's a, it's a journey for us right now. We're, we're kind of in the middle of, a, uh, of an interesting season for the ministry and leadership. And I know there's a lot of young people watching. Uh, you started whenever you were in your 20s yeah. in a big position. I was in my early 30s um, when I took over the ministry as president of the ministry. And uh, I would say that I learned to speak very strategically. I learned to speak at the right time and listen more than I spoke. And that's really been a key with my dad even, because I, I can talk all the time. But I just let my dad share his vision, his heart. I try not to get in the middle of it. I just try to support him and do what he does um, the best way possible. So anyway. That's powerful, Brent. I think it's really good. Learning when it's your turn to speak and learning when it's your time to listen. I also think what you said on servanthood is really good. Maybe you're in a season of working for a family member, a dad, a grandpa, a mom, uh, maybe even a brother or sister. And I think the key, like you said, is servanthood. And underneath that, on Brent's end, is humility. Man, like I just recognized that when I met you a year ago in the back room, you were coordinating this massive conference, this massive event, and you weren't like, no one knew that you did it. You weren't saying like, I built this, I'm the one that started this. You have such a humble heart. And I think that's what, honestly, like that's what is gonna continue to bless this ministry is your humility. Um, and maybe even someone who's watching today, if you're starting a business, a ministry, or you're working with family, stay in that humility. Learn from what Brent has done on that to serve your way um, in the ministry, and God will promote you. Give some last thoughts, advice to people on leadership, some things that you've learned, leading people, uh, anything you want to share to the listeners today. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, I just, I would so encourage you to stay in some reading, get some good books. In, in my 20s and 30s, I dove into leadership books. I still do. I've got three kids. You've got kids too. It's harder to, and harder to... What's to, your favorite leadership books? I mean... Two I, or three of them. Yeah. I mean, Jim Collins wrote a book, you know, Good to Great. Yeah. That really, really helped me. There's a level five leadership uh, chapter in there that I always go back to. There's a level five leader that, you know, isn't the person that's always like in front and trying to be the, the big, bold leader. It's a lot of a lot of uh, good meat in there that I always go back to. So good, good to great's good. John Maxwell, you can't go wrong with any of John Maxwell's books. So, um, and so I just encourage you to stay in constant learning mode as a leader. It really has helped me. It it's helps good. me constantly. I know you probably read a lot. I see a lot of books on your shelf. So uh, just stay tuned. <laughs> it's in. all to appear like I do all this. No, I'm learning. And stay tuned to podcasts like, uh, you know, Paul's podcast is awesome. And the people you bring on have a lot of good insights. So I would just say constantly learn. That's That's been my... Uh, my mantra uh, as never a leader. Never stop learning. Never stop learning. That's good. Was there ever a moment where you wanted to quit in the last 13 years, 20 years, where you're just like, man, like I just want to go. I don't want to do ministry. I don't want to do leadership. I don't want. I don't want to be a part of this. And how did you move past that moment of wanting to quit? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, I've, I've wanted to quit. Uh, when you're in marriage ministry, and sometimes you have marriage struggles. Um, it can, can make you, imagine. and then you have family dynamics that happen. Sometimes you can really uh, find yourself, um, I mean, get, getting vertigo. Like, where do I go? Like, I'm yeah. supposed to be leading a marriage ministry, but I need to work on my own marriage. And so, yeah, there's been times where I've wanted to quit. And it, God gives me grace. Um, what I try to do is just sort of not, not allow the circumstances to dictate my timing for any rational decisions, right? I don't want to make That's an good. irrational mistake. That's good. And so I just give myself time to allow God to do what He's going to do without me trying to force things, and that's been a big, big key to uh, to me being able to be stable for 
Um, I mean, things happen. Like this weekend, nobody knew this, but the power <laughs> yeah. went out this weekend, right? Yeah, we had a power surge literally 14 hours before this big conference, people coming through that knocked out our electricity. We had to get a generator, backup generator. And, and, and you know, uh, if you're a leader, you have to learn how to not freak out, right? Yeah. You, your people have to see you be um, confident in the yes. moment to be able to, to handle things like that. And so. And I texted you, I was like, everything's gonna work out. You were like, yeah, I just need a defibrillator right now. <laughs> your, your heart skips a beat. You gotta have, you gotta have the, uh, the wherewithal to endure those things. And so yeah. in ministry, I've been able to have those moments where um, I know things are stressful, tough, and if God wants me to get out, that's fine. Or if the board wants to remove me, that's fine. But I know that in my heart of hearts, if I can just get past those pain points, it's good. there's good things on the other side. And so, it's yeah, good, I've been Brent. tempted to quit, but um, but that's fortunately not something I've ever fallen into. And, you know, if God leads me somewhere else, not working for my dad, I'm open to that. But I so love serving my dad and being a part of what he's doing for me. It's powerful, today. man. Yeah. It's powerful. Well, guys, check out Brent. He's on Instagram. What's your what's your Instagram handle or Twitter? Well, it's either Brenton E or Brent1, Brent O-N-E. It's, it's actually Brenton E is my name. Brenton E. Come on. Uh, Brenton Evans is my full name, but I got back in the day of Instagram, I got Brenton E. Brenton was taken. So my full name is Brenton. Uh, people call me uh, Brent, but um, so Brent, Brenton E is my name on Twitter, Come Instagram, on. all those good places. Yeah, and check out EXO Conference, at EXO Conference on Instagram, on Twitter. So much good content. If you're married or if you're dating or engaged and you're thinking about getting married, you're going to find powerful wisdom on their Twitter, on their Instagram, on their Facebook. They're posting podcasts. What's the podcast called? Exo Podcast. Exo Podcast. So you can find it, check it out. Great content to build your relationships, your marriage, your family. Again, thank you so much, Brent. Thanks, buddy. Come on. Enjoyed it. Guys, stay tuned with Learning to Lead. We got more guests coming up, and uh, we're so thankful that you're a part of this. Share this with your friends. Tell other people about the Learning to Lead podcast. Thank you guys so much. God bless you. God bless you.